Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode on Keeping You Wild. I'm your host, Brooke, also known as Brooke and Photo on Instagram. Today, I have Allie and Brittany with me, um, and we're actually going to be doing a different kind of topic on this week's episode. Um, we're going to be talking paranormal activities and stories that each of us have had. So get ready for that. I hope you all like it. Um, so I guess to get this started, we're actually going to give you guys a background story on how we all met because me and Allie are both photographers and obviously my sister, Brittany, she's not a photographer, but, um, so it's just funny cause they, both of them actually met first before I met Allie. So I'm going to let Brittany go ahead and tell her story on, you know, how that all came about first. Okay. So we pretty much met because she was doing a giveaway and I entered it and I was one of the people to win. And it's funny because her name on Instagram is Onward Explorers, and she doesn't have any info about herself or, like, a photo. It's funny. This um, I want to cut in and say something really quick. Sorry, that was my computer again. Um, because whenever I followed you originally, mm-hmm. I don't think you had even your name on no, there. No, I had my na- I had my first and last name on there, but my profile picture was just like my logo. Yeah. And then at the time I didn't have a website out. Yeah. And there wasn't any photos like posted of me. So you really didn't okay, know. I was so, thinking every time I saw your username with your profile photo, I kept thinking she was a guy. Me I too. don't know why I thought that. Yeah. So that's just the honor explorers I think funny. made me think it was a guy's. So whenever we met, I was like, okay. You know, and we were both fake as fuck. <laughs> Just kidding. But obviously we weren't being our complete selves because she's probably looking at me from a client point of view. Like, well, I don't want to be, you know, talking shit in front of her. And, yeah. You know. I don't think I would talk shit, but I think I would be more of like uh, <laughs> right. laid back. and Yeah. Goofy. Like if, if it's the first time I'm meeting you and also it was shot in January. So it was kind of cold and right. it's just like the first awkward stages of just meeting a new person yeah that time was funny too because I remember do you remember when my eyes kept watering <laughs> yeah because it was so cold and also it was kind of like an overcast day but mm-hmm. sometimes even if there are clouds and you look a certain way your mm-hmm. eyes can naturally uh, yeah, just start oh, yeah. to kind of tear up right. yeah so, so it was just so funny I she'd be like okay do this pose and I'd she'd have to count to three for me so I could open my eyes again <laughs> and my makeup and my mascara was just like all over my face, just imagine that. Yeah. Like, so was, that's when we're like, no, nah, okay, we gotta, <laughs> we're gonna move you to a different. <laughs> but it's funny because how both of you first met, mm-hmm. would you say you're different at like being around each other now than you were? Oh, oh yes. yes. Well, because we have, we have a, a year, a little over a year now of yeah. a friendship that's been built on um, versus just shooting for, you know, 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. You yeah, have 30 I, minutes to make. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a professional and and fun um, yeah. impression. See, because whenever I first meet with a client for the first time, I, I give off this professional, you know, right. persona or whatever. And But whenever I'm, like, around a friend, like, mm-hmm. I'll be dropping F-bombs and, you know, stuff like that. So, right. so I think it's funny, you know, just... Yeah, I was going to say, I think the second time that we all got together, so the second time basically meeting you, it was completely different. Yeah, and it's funny because whenever me and Allie met, because I think after that I had reached out to Allie and was like, because Brittany had shared a a video of Allie, and then I was like, oh, crap. Like, I was like, she's a girl. (laughs) Like, this whole time I was thinking it was a dude's profile. (laughs) So then um, I think you you were telling me how um, 
she didn't have too many photos of herself and because I don't know if you had asked her that or something so then I thought I was like let me reach out to her so like I reached out to you and was like you know oh, like yeah. we should do photos together sometime you know like blah blah so that's whenever me and Allie met eventually and I think we were completely normal around each other I think like, it was different because it's like photographer yeah two photographers you know what I mean like versus yeah, like a exactly. client or a yeah. potential like returning client right. right so we didn't have that professional you know like so mm-hmm. you know like that after not that being professionals and right, but, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. So. No, there, there's, there are definitely certain standards yeah. that do apply when you meet someone for the first right. time. But whenever mm-hmm. I do, I try to just be high energy, but not too. Because you want to see what's their personality. Yeah, because exactly. you want to make the person comfortable. Because if they right. are as um, talkative or exactly. as comfortable being in front of the camera, you want to make them as comfortable as possible. Exactly, because right? it and will show in the photos. Yeah, too. Mm-hmm. and if there's someone who doesn't use like cuss words or foul language I don't want to be dropping like f yeah, around somebody, them you know so. and mm-hmm. making them go golly jeepers who is this person talking to me you know right. like so but yeah just crazy story that's how we all met and we've actually went on we only went on the one trip together yeah. right yeah, yeah but we went different states I mean we had oh, yeah it felt like multiple that's, trips yeah. in one because we went to so many different places I felt like that's whenever we all got so much closer to because there, <laughs> there's this girl named Michaela oh wait no 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 uh, retreat in June. Oh, yeah. That's, you went on... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Ali attended one of uh, my retreats that I had. So that's how... That was the first time... That's that was the, the first time... Se- that was the first time we actually hung out. Yes. Right? Like, yes. aside from that shoot. So, yeah, but then I felt like the time that we all actually got even closer was whenever we went on that road trip. Yeah, and that was... That trip happened a month after... After the that. retreat. Yeah. yeah, and that mm-hmm. was... Oh, my God, that was so freaking hilarious. <laughs> that was so fun. Um... Yeah, we were, like, just living out in the wilderness, like, eating grilled cheese. And we had another photographer with us. <laughs> yes, who, she, this other photographer, Michaela, she actually reached out to me, I don't even, I think it was two weeks before we all went. Yeah. And she was like, hey, would you want to go on a road trip, like, out to, like, Arizona or And none of us had it? ever met her yet, right? I had. I, I had, had met her once. Because you had her take photos of you once. Yes. So I had met her the one time, and I was just thinking, sure, why the hell not? You know, like, right. F it. Like, I want to go. So then I was thinking... We were kind of wondering, is there anyone else who'd want to go so we could all save money and, you know, everything like mm-hmm. that. So, like, Brittany, obviously, I invited my sister and was like, Brittany, you should go. So, she was like, okay. And then I was like, who else would be crazy enough the last, you know, two <laughs> weeks before to go on a freaking road trip? And I was like, yo, Allie, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, girl. and she was like, F, yeah, I'm down. Are you serious? So, then we all went on this road trip. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> we did things. We don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> oh my gosh, like I can just tell you one thing. I got bit up by fire ants. And oh that's my not gosh, a I remember that. You left your hammock straps. <laughs> You're like, nope, those are done for. My ha- I, t- I tried tying my hammock up at one point in this trip and they got completely covered in maple and like honey from a tree and I was like I'm not even and like, then you guys thought I was gonna get like killed or something when I left the tent oh my gosh you yeah. heard someone outside of our tent and I had no idea I was just going to use the bathroom <laughs> I was going to use the bathroom and, and grabbing something from the car and I remember I was like this hey Allie can you um grab that thing out of the front pocket of our backpack and she was like looking and she realized it was a knife I was telling her she to said grab oh it. you mean this big fucking knife <laughs> <laughs> Because at that point, she realized 
why the F are they telling me to grab a huge knife and why are they being so discreet? Yeah, I put the pieces together. I was like, okay, clearly something's going on that I'm not aware of. And she was like, but if if there's something I need to be afraid of, she's like, I'm going to scare these people and say I have a big old F knife. Yeah, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it known that like, hey, listen, if you're, you're trying to come up behind me, I'm arms. Like, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so that was just honestly, it was the most hilarious trip ever. Yeah, but let's do yeah, that again. So fun. <laughs> we'll Most definitely. Um, but yeah, so other than that, I guess we're going to get started now on the main topic for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we are going to tell you our ghost stories and paranormal encounters that we have had. So we are actually going to have Brittany start off with her story first. Go ahead. Okay, so this isn't my story, but I always thought this was a crazy story because if you've ever heard, which I would be surprised if, I'm sure there's some people who haven't heard of the story, but it was probably, people call it one of the biggest Indianapolis, Indiana crimes that happened. Yeah, one of the most famous crimes that happened in Indiana. Yeah, and it's the Sylvia Lincoln story. I think they even have a movie on it called The American Crime or something. Yeah. But if you haven't heard of that, uh, it was basically a little backstory. This girl and her sister, her sister had uh, polio disease. And, well, their dad, he was a carny and a carnival, and he would travel every summer. And he ended up meeting a stranger at, like, a gas station or something. And she was like, well, I'll babysit your kids for the summer and you can just pay me. And he said yes, which I just instantly that just red flagged me because it's like he didn't even really know this woman yeah and, I think that that part always blew my mind but I think back then in that time crime wasn't as out there and yeah as known as it is and talked about now but so if you've heard of that story this story that I'm about to tell you of an old friend I just think it's mind-blowing so if you didn't know the house that this all happened in it's I think they tore it down now yeah I think it just recently got torn down this past year the year before yeah don't quote me on any of this per like exactly but I'm pretty sure they finally tore it down but okay before they tore it down years after the fact um one of my friends her grandma moved into the house well they the mattress that was in the basement that That this girl would they had her sleeping on it was still in the basement whenever my friend's grandma moved in there. Well, so obviously that's like that's scary. That's like kind of creepy. You know, that like, would you know that would bother you. You wouldn't want that in like, your home. I mean, someone, a girl, you wouldn't want to have to think. On yeah, that's well, all the things that happened. Yeah, just, I'd be honestly scared to move in. The, I'd be nervous yeah, to move in the with house. The energy, in like, the yeah. energy, exactly. Missing so with that. <laughs> yeah, so I think she had some of her family members or something come over and she had them move everything out of the basement and get rid of it, you know. And get rid of that mattress. Yeah, so uh, they did that and she claims every morning she would wake up while she would hear noises, like vo- a voice coming from the basement and the mattress would show back up in the basement. <laughs> and so she would have them come back, yeah. get rid of this mattress, same same thing. Next day the mattress would be back in the basement. So uh, Needless to say, she ended up moving out. Yeah, that was that staying there was very short lived. Yeah, which I mean, you know, you never know. It could have been someone 
playing a prank on her at nighttime, bringing that mattress in. Who knows? Or, yeah, you But really, who would have the time on their hands to even do that? Right. Right. That's... But, yeah, every every time I would think back to that story, that just, ooh, gives you the shakes. Like, but, yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I'm going to tell about that story, but... But thought yeah, it was an interesting little thing to talk about if you have heard of the Sylvia Lincoln yeah. story. Because have you heard about that Sylvia Lincoln story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I'm, I mean, I'm going to sum it up a little bit for anyone who hadn't heard that story before. This, you know, like Brittany had said, the parents left them with this stranger, I mean, pretty much, um, her and her sister. And they pretty much, I mean, that woman ended up torturing, like having neighborhood kids torture mm-hmm. this girl in the basement and... It's honestly a sad, sad story. Like it's crazy. And I can't even fathom how people could do this to somebody. What's even more insane too is that obviously the woman she ended up going to prison, and she took classes while she was in prison. She ended up getting out of prison and became a nurse. Yeah, like that just blows my mind that she. No, 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 no. I think you're thinking of one of the uh, the daughters. Oh, okay. We could have this completely mixed up, but it's something like that. I think that, or I know one of them, because obviously the daughters, and I don't know if they had a son or some of the neighborhood boys, some of them got arrested too. I mean, obviously, because they Yeah, took, the acts of torture that they... Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So I know one of them, I think, ended up dying of cancer. I think it was the, the mom. Yeah, and maybe she was the one who was a nurse and then later died of cancer. Basically, don't quote us exactly on the story, but... Just do some research on it, and there is actually a movie over it too. So, but yeah, but yeah we just, I just wanted to share that story with you guys. But yeah, crazy, crazy story. All right, so we're actually going to continue on to the next story, um, the next paranormal activity experience. And this is going to be told by Allie. Me and Brittany actually always have her tell this story. <laughs> yeah. We were just this talking about this week. We'll give you. The chills. Yeah, we always think it's so crazy. Like, I love hearing her tell if this you story. Think, if you are listening to this thinking you were going to sleep with the lights out tonight, <laughs> get ready because you're not anymore. <laughs> you ain't sleeping tonight. <laughs> but all right, go ahead, Allie. All righty. So there's a lot of moving parts to this. Um, at the time, this was uh, five plus years ago, but at the time I was seeing somebody um, and we had been together for almost a year and he was from out of the country Um, and so we had decided, um, to go to France together because he actually has family there scattered through France. So it was kind of cool to be able to, um, see different parts, um, with him. So we flew out to France and it was my first time traveling international. Keep that in mind. And prior to it, I had been pretty open to him and his mom about some of the experiences that I've had because, Whenever anyone hears, like, oh, paranormal stories, like, oh, I want to hear about it. So I I had told both of them a little bit about it. And as I was younger, I felt more, um, I guess, in connect with my spiritual self, Um, especially with, like, again, the afterlife. I don't really have – I don't feel as if I have as many experiences today than I did back then. Yeah. Um, So prior to that, I had told them a few stories, and I remember the mother had said – oh, well, I wonder if you'll be able to uh, pick this one out that's in France. And I, she didn't really tell me much about it because she just kind of wanted to see if I could put it together. Yeah. And so did the guy that I was seeing at the time. He agreed. So I didn't know anything going into this. So yeah. I get my passport for the first time. We're all excited. Um, we, the flight was about eight or nine hours, and we arrived. 
and it was at the grandparents' house. And I remember putting my stuff up there, and in respect for his grandparents, we were in two different rooms. So he stayed in the room that him and his brother normally stayed at, which consisted of two beds, and of course it was a bigger room as well. Yeah. And then I just stayed in the bedroom next door, and um, it had a single bed. So anyway, we go down there, um, I'm meeting everybody for the first time. There's a little bit of difficulty because of the language barrier. Again, first time traveling out of the country, and (laughs) I didn't know the language as well um so doing the best that I can to communicate and at the end of that because we were extremely exhausted as you could imagine just traveling um we went up there and I was starting to kind of like unpack a little bit because we were going to stay there for a few days but not too long so we could go to the next location right but keeping that in mind he had asked me well do you do you feel anything do you feel anything unnormal and I said you know I, I feel something in your room like there's just some kind of energy in there but I didn't, I didn't want to say, but it's like here or I see this or anything. But I just said, I feel a certain energy in your room. Yeah. And he didn't tell me if I was right or wrong. He just said, okay. And so then after <laughs> that. <laughs> the story gets me. Yeah, so he's just like, okay. So then again, he goes in his room for the night. I go in my room for the night. We wake up. I um, woke up at a few minutes earlier than him. So I was already at the breakfast table. And I remember seeing him walk down and he just looked out of touch like he just looked like he got scared about something and so I asked him I'm like what's wrong are are you okay and he said that he had seen the black figure and I was like huh so I knew it was in your room yeah but um but again it it just kind of stopped there he was like "I, I did see something it was it was very weird um he had, keep in mind, he had seen this black shadow previously. Him and his brother both have. Yeah. So that was like the ongoing joke about it. But it doesn't stop there. So then I'm like, okay, Ooh, well, crazy. I want to I wanna test the waters a little bit. I go, I haven't really solved what you and your mom were trying to get me to, again, solve. Um, so I am like, okay, I know this is a little <laughs> crossing the lines a little bit. But I was like, do you think if when we go to bed... You're in your room, I'm in my room, and in the middle of the night, I will actually get in the other bed, so we'll be sleeping in the same room. Yeah. And he was like, okay, that's fine. And I was like, okay. So I slept in one bed, he slept in the other, and I remember, like, sometimes I can see stuff in my dreams, and so I remember we go to sleep that night, and I'm dreaming, and I see this woman. And the thing about me is I can't really do faces, um, so I see this woman, and I'm like, as if I'm, again, this is all in a dream, just to specify. So I am sitting up in my bed and I'm looking at this woman and she is standing in front of like a gold trim mirror. It was absolutely beautiful. And she's like brushing her hair and she's looking at me through the mirror. And keep in mind, like I said, I can't do faces, but she had like dark black hair, um, like a blue and white dress, very, very old fashioned. Keep that in mind. And so she's looking at me through the mirror. I'm looking at her and she starts like mouthing something. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you saying? What are you saying? And then she immediately turns around and starts coming toward me. And I wake up and immediately I'm just like, oh my gosh. And so I wake up, um, the guy that I was seeing and I'm telling him what I'm seeing and everything in the exact spot and that there was this mirror and that she's just kind of like talking to me through it. And I don't know what, I don't, I don't understand what it means. And he had told me that's so strange because there actually used to be a gold mirror that was in that spot. And there was actually a legal battle between his grandmother, which was the sister of, um, 
I don't know which side of the family it was, but the grandmother had siblings. Yeah. And when the parents either passed or I think it was they passed, there was a split up between the furniture because it was all very unique and expensive furniture. Right. So the brother wanted to sell said furniture and he ended up winning some of it because the grandmother inherited all of it. But then again, the legal battle happened. So things were split up. Right. So that mirror that I had seen was actually taken from him and it was sold at some point. But it was it was just the craziest thing that I was able to put that together. And he was just like shocked. And I was shocked too because mm-hmm. it was the first time someone really tested me. Yeah. And again, I'm, I'm not from France, never been to France, never traveled out of the country or anything. So it was a pretty big moment for me too because yeah. it was kind of like those things when you're growing up and you hear right. stuff, you're like, well, I don't know if anyone really is going to believe me. Yeah. So when his mom and him, like, realized, they're like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> like, <this> is- <laughs> like, oh, shit. So, so yeah, that oh was gosh. that was basically my story. Um, because, again, we, we were going to travel to different places, and we did. But it just so happened that the first stop yeah. was at the grandparents' house, and that was where it took place. So that was... That story, man. Spooky. it was really cool Um, it was very very cool very eye-opening as well yeah Ooh, that 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 stops you in your tracks yeah it seriously does it's always it always I'm always like oh my gosh I always get chills (laughs) every time especially the part where you you say she always turns around and I'm always oh "Oh, my gosh yeah because she was talking to me through like the like she was standing in front of the mirror as if she was there you know and then she's looking at the mirror looking right at me through it Uh I hope that makes sense to um, listeners but but yeah, it was absolutely mind-boggling. But I wish I could put a face together. Yeah, but like I, I said, I knew what she was saying. I do too. I, I really do. It was something she was saying or mouthing, but I couldn't put it together. And again, it was in a dream. And when I woke up, I was like, it was in this corner, and this was the mirror. And I described the mirror. And he had, because again, the mother had even said when we got back that there is a specific corner that she does linger around, and that was that was it. So it was amazing that I could actually see it out yeah. from like the right. outside perspective because I'm not part of the family, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so she was just like standing in the mirror. Was she like brushing? I, every time I think of creepiness, I think of someone brushing their hair. Yes. Well, she was kind of doing something with her hair, but it yeah. was just like immediately my main focus was that she was yeah. looking at me, yeah. mouthing something. And when I started being like, like what, are you, what are you saying? Like, what is it? And when she turned around and then started walking forward to me, that's when I woke <laughs> up. And because I had told him <laughs> previously, yeah, I had told him too. I said, if I sense anything in my dreams or I hear anything, I'm going to wake you up in the middle of the night. And he said, that's perfectly fine. Like, I want you to. Yeah. So it, he was again, just like, what? I was like, oh again, God. I was like, what? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh. That, that gives me the goosey bumps. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I've had, like I said, I've had some really crazy experiences. Actually, I, I, I won't talk about it on this podcast, maybe in a different one, but um, it's kind of funny as being photographers. My first place um, photographing was yeah. at an abandoned asylum. Yeah. And there was some experiences that happened there that not only me, but my friend Tyler that was with me yeah. also saw and heard uh-huh. and got to experience it with me. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, at that same location, I went with a different group of friends because we were actually trying to get stuff on camera. Yeah. We wanted people to really be able to see this. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was telling them my story about yeah. it and how I kind of entered photography and, and my first time experiencing, because I do have the coordinates tattooed on my arm, yeah. fun fact. Because that's where my journey started with photography. Um, And I remember at the very end, 
I said, it's as if this is like a second home to me. Like it was telling me something. All the lights, all the cameras cut. We lost all footage of it and we got the hell out of there, let's just say. <laughs> and that was that was the last time I was there. That is so, so yeah, creepy. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I definitely, like, I got stories on stories. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. I can, I already feel like we're going to get DMs over this. Yeah, I'm just, so. oh my gosh, mind blown. Um, <laughs> but yeah. We left you guys off on a cliffhanger. Uh, well, Allie, Allie did with that last story about how she kind of got into photography. And we did that because... If you guys want to hear another podcast, another paranormal, like, ghost story podcast, we're going to let you guys, like, vote, like, on our Instagram stories or something. Let us know. And if you do, you'll be able to hear that story in a future episode. So now we are going to give you guys the last paranormal ghost story that we have. And it's actually going to be my story, my encounter. Um, And this is Brooke speaking, if you guys did not realize that. Um, So... This was probably, I'm trying to even think how old I was whenever this happened. Man, I'm like, we had to have at least been eight or nine or older. No, we were definitely older than that. Like, I'm thinking we were anywhere between 12 to 14, possibly, because Mm -hmm. it was at a time where my, my mom for like, okay, so my grandma would always have these Christmas parties, like around Christmas time. And my mom would always dress us, me and Brittany, up in identical outfits to go <laughs> yeah. to these Christmas parties. I think probably because our grandma thought it was cute or something. But like the same dress, just different colors, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this is probably whenever I was around anywhere from 12 to 14. I can't remember exactly how old I was. But my grandma would always have these famous Christmas parties every year. Mm-hmm. So you know, where all the family would come and, you know, friends and blah, 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 whatever. So I was always more shy. I mean, I'm still shy now, but I was definitely a lot more shy back then. So whenever my grandma would have these parties, like I wouldn't go out of my way necessarily to talk to like strangers, like, you know, there or like family that I didn't really know that well. So me and Brittany were probably just like hanging out. I don't know where Brittany was at this time, but I just remember I was sitting at my grandma's um, bar area um, and I was sitting at like a bar stool seat. And I think honestly, I was probably eating some shrimp or something. (laughs) (laughs) So I was sitting there, there, you know, probably snacking on something. And then (laughs) someone comes up to me and it's some older lady. She had to at least be like, in her 70s or so, like, her hair was gray, you know, very short. She had on this long dress, long sleeves, because um, everyone kind of dressed up for these parties. So I'm not thinking anything of it. She comes up to me, and she was like, hi. And she was like, do you remember me? And I was like, no. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't remember her. I did not remember her at all. I mean, but I probably met her whenever I – I just kept thinking I probably met her whenever I was really young, you know? So I was like, no, I don't. And then also background story to the story. So my mom, actually, whenever she was two years old, she was crawling around in the grass at her grandparents' house. And her grandmother, or her grandma or great-grandma, accident- well, she was mowing the lawn and accidentally ran over my mom's foot. Oof. So, yeah. Chopped so she lost like two or three toes. And mm-hmm. yeah, just crazy, crazy story. So I had to give that background just so you guys can know, but um, for this story, obviously. So the lady was like, because I was telling her, I was like, no, I don't remember you. And then the lady was like, 
I'm, I'm your mom's, you know, like great grandma. She was like, I was the one who accidentally like cut her toes off with a lawnmower, you know, as a kid or whatever. And, or my mom was two years old at that time. So I was like, oh wow. And I was like, yeah, I was like, no, I didn't, you know, remember, you know, you at all. But, and uh, you know, so we were talking about that for a second and I honestly can't remember much of what me and this woman talked about. Because I, I don't think at the time, like, I was 12, 14, like, I wasn't really thinking much of it. You mm-hmm. know, just having a conversation with a family member who right. came up to me at my grandma's Christmas party. So then, you know, the night goes on, whatever. And it's, like, probably a few days later. And me, my mom, and my sister are sitting in the kitchen, like, at our house. And we're talking about something. And I looked at my mom and I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, I forgot to tell you. Um, your grandma or great grandma came up to me at grandma's Christmas party and, you know, was talking to me for a minute. And my mom goes, who? And I was like, your grandma, like your great grandma, the one who like accidentally like mowed over your toes, you know, and cut them off, you know? And then she was like, no, you didn't, you didn't talk to her. And I was like, yeah, I did. I was like, she came up to me at the Christmas party and was having a conversation with me. And then my mom went like this, no, that's impossible. And she was like, because she died when I was 16. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so, and I was just like this. Say what now? Like, I was like, come <laughs> yeah. in because who was I talking to at this Christmas party? And so then it really got me thinking. I don't really remember anyone really talking to this woman that much. Like, I mean, I don't remember her interacting with anyone besides me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so honestly, it was just like, it got me thinking. Mm-hmm. What, you know, like, is this my first ever ghost encounter that I had? Mm-hmm. You know, or, or we'll, did some crazy old witch come up to me at a party? I mean, you know. Yeah, did some drunk person come up to you and say, right. Yeah, but it's like, who would have randomly came up to me and knew that story or told that story? Because my mom does not wear flip-flops. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, she, she doesn't walk around. Now. She always wears tennis shoes because she's embarrassed. You know, like, she's embarrassed of, like, which I'm always like. yeah. Yeah, self-conscious. Mm-hmm. So I'm just always like, why? Like, I, I don't think she should be. But she is, so she doesn't ever talk about that. You know, so it's like who would have really, what random person would have really known about that? Did she ever show you like a picture right after just to confirm? No. And you know what else about our family though? We don't have pictures. Me and Brooke were actually just talking about this yesterday. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't show you a newborn baby of of me. Yeah. No. Maybe. We have photos of us as toddlers and like us, I mean, probably close to one years old where we're able to sit ourselves up mm-hmm. but we don't have anything as a baby baby like newborn yeah. nothing which is wow. just isn't so that just crazy isn't that odd that but yeah. Cool. yeah 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 so that's one thing I feel like there's not really tons of photos that mm-hmm. we could look back at but oh I meant up the the well, right yeah right. that's what I'm saying like we there just isn't no. it just wasn't a big and especially back then I don't that's true, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't know if like maybe not a picture, but if you would describe like, well, she was wearing right. this dress and she looked like yeah. this. Like, did it sound like she didn't say I was wrong? Whenever I was describing her, right? Oh, then there you go. Yeah, like she, that, like whenever go. I was like, yeah, she had gray short hair, like, and she was just like, she almost seemed like she was like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know? well, like, yeah, yeah. When you when your yeah. your kid is telling you, <laughs> yeah. you just mm-hmm. saw her, you know, totally. what was it, yeah. her, her great grandmother. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would be very, I would be very intrigued, but yeah. I'd also be like, whoa, wait a minute. Right. This is, <laughs> yeah. This is, this is cool. And you know, it's funny because ever since that day, I don't think I've really talked to my mom about that story. 
since you then. should i should bring that back you up should. again yeah. because now that i'm older you know it really makes me want to ask her this again you should. I think you, that would be really interesting. Our Just mom thinks we're crazy. She does. Our mom thinks we're nutbags, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that is my spooky. <laughs> um, but yeah. Do you guys have anything else you guys want to add before we end this episode? Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys know what to do. Follow and subscribe to this podcast. Let us know, like, I mean, what you want to see more of, if you would be interested in another podcast episode about paranormal activity and stories, definitely message me. Um, But yeah, thank you so much, Brittany and Allie, for joining me on this episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, everyone.